May nakapagsabi na po ba sa inyo? Nang itim-itim mo! May nakapagsabi na ba sa inyo? Namukha ka ng dabiyana sa sobrang taba! May nakapagsabi na ba sa inyo? Ang pangit mo! At may nakapagsabi na rin ba sa iyo? Pa-Christian, Christian ka pa! Pagdating mo sa bahay, makasalanan ka naman. Kung ang mga bagay na to ay sinabi na sa iyo, mabuti nandito ka. Makinig kang mabuti kay Pastor Tim. How many of you want to live a quality life? I mean, a champion life. Well, listen, the quality of our life is directly dependent on the quality of our relationships. Do you know that the best experiences in life and the worst experiences in life usually involve people, relationships. So kung kahit gano'n ka laki ng pera mo sa banko, if you have a bad relationship with your spouse or your children, your life is still not quality, right? Do you know what I mean? But if, if your relationships are good, if your dealings with other people are quality, then your lifestyle will be quality. You want a good life? Then we need to work on relationships. And today I want to talk to you about dealing with difficult people. Do you know any difficult people? Do you know anybody in, in your life? Is there anybody in your world that's really hard to deal with? Uh, very critical. You are. Raise your hand if you have these kind of people in your life. You have critical, difficult people. Okay? Is, is, okay, raise your hand if that person is next to you right now. <laughs> okay, don't raise your hand. Don't raise your hand. We don't want any fights breaking out today. But difficult people are everywhere in our worlds, at home, at work, among friends. It's, you know, critical people. I want to talk today about critical people, people that are insulting you. People that hurt your feelings. People that always complain about you. Now watch this video clip of a person who was a very critical and very negative person. Masayang-masaya ako dahil pinagbigyan mong invitation ko. Makulit ka kasi eh. Mabuti na lang makulit ako. Well, sana sa first date natin ito, mas lalo tayong magkakilala. Tingnan natin. Anong gusto mong kainin? Ano bang meron dito? Marami pero ang specialty nila dito ay ang fried chicken. Ganun ba? Sana di ka tulad ng fried chicken ng Jollibee, na masyadong mamantika, nakakasuya, o ng McDo naman na walang kalasa-lasa. Magugulat ka sa sarap ng fried chicken dito. Bakit ang tagal ng service? Ilang minuto na tayo dito? Wala pa rin lumalapit na waiter. Marami kasing customer. Ayan na pala yung waiter. Good afternoon, sir. Good afternoon, ma'am. Here's the menu. Ano ba namang mga pagkain to? Ang tataas lahat ng calories? Nakakataba? Sabi mo masarap yung chicken. Sige, chicken na lang sa akin. Would you care for a drink, sir? Tubig lang sa akin. Um, Coke Zero na lang sa akin. Thank you po, sir. Napansin mo ba yung waiter? Pa-English-English pa. Ang sama naman ng diction. Would you care for any drinks? Tapos, yung buhok niya, masyado makapal yung gin. Di ba magandang pagkaayos sa restaurant na ito? Hmm, hindi nga eh. Hindi, nag, hindi nag-match ang kortina sa color ng walls. Tsaka, cheap tong table. Nagustuhan mo ba kanina ang service sa SFCC? Di ba saya? Mm, well, to be honest with you, the song leader needs to take up voice lessons. Medyo pilit ang pagkanta niya eh. Di pa makuha yung high notes. At minsan, out of tune, di yun makaka-personal sa American Idol eh. Siguradong nagustuhan mo naman yung message ni Pastor Tom. Okay sana. Kaya lang, 
masyadong mahaba. Nantuktuli ako sa dulo. Tsaka bakit galaw siya ng galaw? Naka, nakaka, nakakahilo. Pamasala tuloy ako inantok. Okay lang yan, ang galing nga eh. Tsaka, bakit masyado siyang maputi? Parang albino. Tapos pa islang-islang pa. Di na lang niya tagalogin ang street. Yulina, hindi mo ba alam, Amerikano yon? Ha? Amerikano ba yun? Eh, ba't nandito? Missionary siya. Na, namit mo na bang asawa niya? Mm, si Bamba? Siya nga. Oo, pinakilala siya sa akin. Ang habangan ng buhok nun eh. Kaya lang, di niya bagay. Dapat nagpakulot na lang siya, tapos short hair. Oo, ang sarap ng pagkain. Ni, mukhang greasy nga eh. Tikman mo muna. Mamantika nga. Tikman mo yung french fries. Okay lang. Pero wala tong sinabi sa french fries ng KFC. Pero ang tigas pa ng chicken. Tokot silyo. Eh, ang purul naman nito. O nga pala, makakadalo ka ba sa birthday party ng mama ko? Bukas na ba yun? Oo, bukas ng gabi. Pwede, basta sunduin mo ko ng maaga para ka kasing late. Hindi naman. Eh, anong bibiling kong regalo? Kahit anong gusto mo. Dapat maganda yung regalo ko. Baka sasabihin nila na cheap lang ako magregalo. Hindi naman. Hindi ba? Tingin ko kasi sa nanay mo, mataray. Hindi naman gano'n ang nanay ko. Eh bakit nung ano? Sinabihan ko na hindi bagay sa kanyang yellow na sapatos. Parang nagalit siya. Nagbibero lang noon ang nanay ko. Pero sa totoo lang ah, hindi niya salaga bagay yung sapatos na yun. Oh. Excuse me, pwedeng punta lang ako sandali sa bathroom. Sige, bilisan mo ah. Ma'am, magbabayad na kayo? Eh kasi, yung kasama ko yung magbabayad eh. Yung kasama nyo? Kanina pa yun ah, dalawang oras na. Kailangan na po namin magsara. Eh wala akong pera. Wala kang pera, ang porma-porma mo. Sa bagay, chipin yung damit mo at saka yung sandals mo. Pero guard, daling mo na sa presinto to. Sabihin nyo, estapa, hindi nagbayad. Hoy, wait! Bakit? Bakit ako magbabayad eh, ang alat-alat ng chicken nyo? Napresento ka na magpaliwanag. Hindi! How many of you know someone like that, dealing with difficult people? Or how many of you are that kind of person, very critical, you know, and very insulting? Well, today I want to share with you about the fact that it's a part of life. Kahit anong gawin mo, you can't please everybody. And just say this, say this, I will be criticized. I will be criticized. I will be criticized. <laughs> That's a part of life. People will either criticize you, sometimes they'll praise you, they'll say some compliments, but it's a part of life that people will give their comments and their opinions and their feedback even without your asking for it. Interesting that praise and criticism are like windows to our own heart. Makikita mo yung paniniwala ng mga ibang tao dahil doon sa kanilang praise and criticism. For example, and write this down, that what we praise shows what we value most. What we praise shows what we value most. Pastor, ang ganda naman ng ano mo, sapatos mo. Ah, ito? Oh. You like it? Yeah, original ata, Pastor, eh. Yeah, galing states ito. Oh, yeah. man. You see, RJ... Praised my shoes. He complimented my shoes. So it probably tells me that he values or mahalaga sa kanya ang shoes or ang damit. So what we praise shows what we value the most. And then what we criticize shows our deepest insecurities. Puti-puti mo na masyado, Pastor. Para ka ng, para ka ng multo. Ganon. Mark Joe criticized the color of my skin. What we criticize 
often shows what our deepest insecurity is. So maybe Mark Joe has an insecure feeling about his own skin. You understand that what we praise and criticize kind of shows what we value and what our fears are, what our insecurities are. Why do people criticize? Why are people so critical? You know, one of the things is that when you meet someone who's insulting and offensive and very, very negative, this is not a happy person. This is a person who doesn't like themselves very much. This is a person who would like to put other people down because somehow it makes them feel boosted up. So just remember that we're going to deal with difficult people and critical people every day. Maybe at home. Maybe you have in your, in your marriage, there's critical conversation going on. And always uh, insulting and, and criticizing and being negative to one another. Sabahai. Or maybe at work. There's criticism between you and your co-workers. There's competition and always insulting one another, criticizing the other person for what they do and, and who they are. And so there's going to be criticism among friends and even among fellow Christians. Remember, I will be criticized. Face it. It's a part of life. Uh, Moses was criticized. Moses was a national hero in Israel. And he was criticized because... He led the people out of slavery. Even the heroic thing that he did, they criticized him and said, we don't want to be here. We want to go back to Egypt. We were better off before you came. And his own family criticized him because they don't like the person he married. The apostle Paul was criticized. He was the great apostle. And the people called him a hypocrite and he's not a good teacher. Jesus Christ was criticized. The man with no sin, zero sin. He was perfect. He was loving and people criticized him because he didn't follow the traditions. They didn't wash their hands before eating. He was eating and drinking with sinners. He heals people on the Sabbath. He hangs out with the wrong crowd. Even Jesus was criticized. And here's the sign of maturity that you are not very affected by criticism or praises from other people. I'm going to say that again. You need to write it down. A sign of maturity is that you're not very affected. You're not too affected by the praises or the criticisms of other people. Hindi ka nadadala sa mga compliments at hindi ka nagpapa low self-esteem among the criticisms. Okay, that's the thing. But how do we deal? Ano bang dapat maging response natin? I want to help you today. Help you to deal with the difficult people. Help you to deal with people that insult and criticize you every day. Okay? There's two wrong responses. And this is what limits us. And I want to overcome this in our lives. So let, let me say this first. The two wrong responses first is to fight back. Because the tendency natin is when we're criticized, we become defensive and, and angry and we fight back. Pag may nagsabi sa'yo na, pangit mo. Usually we say, ikaw din. Or pag may nag-criticize ng work mo, you would, we tend to fight back and say, yung sa'yo, mas lalo sa'yo. And we give an eye for an eye. And remember, the golden rule is, gawin mo sa iba kung hindi yung ginagawa nila sa'yo, but do to others what you would want them do to you. So we don't pay back evil for evil. You pay back evil with good. You overcome evil with good. So the wrong response, the wrong thing, is to fight back, to retaliate. Another wrong response that I see a lot is people, when they're criticized, they shy away. They withdraw. If you're criticized, you, you feel hurt, so you just go like a turtle into your shell. And you, and you close up. And you shut down the relationship. Maybe your feelings were hurt. Someone criticized you. So you make some emotional distance between you and the person. mo sila. You start to iwas sa relationship na ganon. Kasi ayaw mo mapasakta. Ayaw mo masaktan. And you know, 
when you shy away and avoid the person, the relationship doesn't get better. And your self-esteem doesn't get better. The criticism is like a poison to you. So we don't want to do these two, fighting back or shying away. And many Christians do not maximize their potential. They never reach the maximum in their life because when they're criticized, they got the wrong reaction, the wrong response. You just fight back or you just shy away. But here's the right response. And I'm going to give you three today. Three of the right responses. The first thing is receive the benefits of constructive criticism. Receive the benefits of constructive criticism. When I say receive, I mean, tanggapin mo, drink it, swallow it. <laughs> There's constructive criticism that's kind of like gamot. It becomes a medicine for you. It's something that maybe it doesn't taste good. When someone criticizes you and they, they correct you, maybe they insult you, maybe they hurt you, they pointed out some of your mistake. It's hard to swallow. But constructive criticism can be good for you. Isn't that right? And so it's like gamot. In the Toastmasters Club is a samahan among public speakers. And this is a club, a group, and they, they practice giving speeches. They take turns. Nagsasalita sila sa harap ng mga tao. And while one person is speaking, the others will write down an evaluation, a criticism. Sasabihin nila kung ano yung hindi maganda, kung ano yung ginawa niya, kung paano siya nagsalita, na mali yung ganyan, mali yung, yung diction, mali yung grammar. And they will really criticize the speech of their comrade. And then palitan. But doon sa process na yan, doon sa proseso na receiving criticism, doon sila nagiging better. Doon sana, doon sila napapolish yung kanilang skills as a public speaker. And the worship leader doon sa Hillsong Church, si Darlene Check, when she gave a seminar before, she told us the worship band, lahat ng mga worship team singers, the players, they have to be open to criticism. If you want to be a professional, if you want to be the best at what you do, you've got to be open to receive criticism. Maski masakit. It's like gamot. It's hard to swallow, but it can make you better. It can help you. Now, here's the way. You want to become open and you want to receive constructive criticism when, now here's, here's the time to receive criticism, when their motive is to help, not hurt. When their motive, everybody, you want to think about the motive. Because I need people who want to help me be better. Talagang yung taong nagkikare sa'yo. They want to be involved in your life. Their desire is to help you become a better person, a better Christian, a better mother, a better parent, a better friend. So when their motive is to help, this verse applies. Proverbs chapter 15, verse 31. It says, if you listen to constructive criticism, you will be at home among the wise. If you reject criticism, you only harm yourself. One of my best critics is my wife. She will criticize me with the purpose of helping me grow. Do I receive that criticism? Do I swallow her harsh words? Yes. But it hurts. <laughs> it's hard. Masakit sa ego, ano? It's hard to swallow sometimes. The truth hurts now. Do you understand? It, but, but if the motive is to help, we need to receive. We need to listen. We need to be open. Isn't that right? If their motive is you trust their heart, and they're just saying this because not for any selfish ambition, but because they want to help. 
There was once a person who criticized me a lot. He was new, very new to to this church and very new in, in, in this town. And, you know, one of the things that, for me, I just ignored it. Diko tinanggap. And ang tawag niya sa akin is unteachable. I mean, you're unteachable. And you know what? There's nothing that could be further from the truth. I am teachable. But I choose who I receive criticism from. And I want to be sure that that person has my best interest in their heart. That their motive is because they want to help me to be the man of God that he's called me to be. They want to help me become better. It's not because of a selfish agenda, not because of their own insecurities or their own inner struggles, but I want to be criticized by someone who really cares about me, who wants to be connected to me, wants to be involved with my life. Do you understand? So I want you to think about the motive and receive and drink and swallow the hard words, even critical words from people that you can trust their motive, that they want to help you. And the second way to receive is when you know they are able to help you. They're able. They have some knowledge that you don't have. They have experience. Maybe they're older and they have some wisdom. They can bring something to you. There's people in our lives that add to us. There's people in our lives that subtract. Some people multiply us and some divide us. And we need to look, is this person able to bring something to add to my life? Is this person going to help me? As iron, Proverbs 27, 17, as iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another man. My wife sharpens me. She makes me better. Thank you, Bambi. You're a good sharpener. There's people that dull us. A critical person can either dull you or sharpen you. Do you realize that? And so we just need to be passionate about getting better. Sa aming pagpipreach ng sermons, I would, after I preach one sermon, I would gather the staff and people who are uh, one with me and the direction of the church, and I would say, tell me how to make it better. Tell me what I, I, I could improve. And I would beg them to criticize the sermon, to make it better. How, how, how can we make it better? Give me your feedback because I'm passionate about making it better. You understand? We, we don't walk around with so, we're so sensitive and, and easily hurt. That is shying away. Neither do we fight back. But when the motive is to help and when they're able to help, receive the benefits of constructive criticism. Pag may nag-criticize sa'yo, isipin mo, ano mamabunot ko doon? Ano ma-i-apply ko sa buhay ko na makakabuti sa akin? That could help. Is there any truth? I remember one time in the history of this church, there was a person who was started to attend church here. We only had one service, a much smaller church that time. And the service starts at 10 o'clock. Yan ang nakalagay sa bulletin. Itong isang nag-a-attend, darating siya about 5 or 3 minutes before 10. Aakyat ka agad. Uupo siya doon. 10 o'clock, inis na inis siya kasi hindi pa nag-start. Keeps looking at his watch and then for no reason, sama ang loob niya kaagad. Hindi siya nakikipag-fellowship sa mga iba. Wala siyang pakialam kung ano yung nangyayari. Basta upo siya inis na inis siya na hindi pa nag-start na 10 o'clock exacto. And he would be so direct and so harsh to criticize me and our church. He would say, if you're gonna start at 10.15, di dapat yun ang nakalagay sa bulletin na 10.15. Pero pag sinabi mong 10, pag nakalagay sa 10 o'clock, dapat mag-start ka ng 10. And yung very direct and very... Um, Parang siguro kung ikaw yung sa receiving side, ang feeling mo is napaka-unreasonable naman to. Ba't nagagalit na ganyan lang, 15 minutes lang or 20 minutes lang? Pero you know what? Eventually, 
that man, I, I told him, I said, you know, I agree with you. Help me to try to call people early. You know, I, I come on, I agree. That, that's a good suggestion. Let's work for that. Pero the following Sunday, pag talagang hindi nangyari na yung gusto niya, talagang eventually, umalis siya sa church, di na bumalik, and then kung ano-ano mga chismis niya sa church. That was a very critical and negative thing. But, for me, I didn't take it personally. What I did was, I took it to help us make it better. And so we started starting on time. Because even though masakit, very hurtful, very uh, unreasonable yung attitude niya, yun, yung maliit na bagay na yan, yun ba ang dahilan kung bakit hindi ka mag-church mag- dito. Pero kahit nasa ganun siya, sabi ko, tama naman, at yung mababunot ko, yung something that's good to help the church go better. So I took it as a good, I took it as a learning experience. And we began starting on time and having countdown 10, 9, 8, like that. Don't, no, do not simulay. And nga, ngayon, pagpunta ka sa 10 o'clock, we start on time, tama ba? And so many people even come very early and have their breakfast here and fellowship. And so it became medicine for me. And it became medicine for our church. It was hard to swallow. We don't like that someone would go away uh, upset over a minor issue. But we took it as medicine. And that criticism changed our church for the better. Isn't that great? Isn't that a good thing? Now, the, the second thing is this, that you need to communicate to settle inaccurate criticism. Inaccurate. You need to communicate to settle. May mga criticism sa'yo na siguro mafe-feel mo na unfair. Hindi fair. Yung, yung criticism niya sa akin is not uh, accurate. Hindi niya alam yung side ko eh. Nakikita lang niya yung negative. Hindi niya nakikita yung positive. Hindi niya binibiga ako ng pakakatoon na mag-explain. So, nasa atin po ang responsibility. When you're criticized, kailangan mo mag-communicate. Kailangan mo ilabas din yung side mo, yung feelings mo. You've got to talk. You've got to not fight back and not shy away, but you've got to communicate and talk about maybe you need to add more information na hindi niya kikita. Maybe there's some facts that they don't know. For example, there was a man who went to the gasoline station, papa fill up, and the gasoline boy cleaned his windshield. He said, okay, sir. The man was, uh, yung customer, he was already, he said, he said, clean it again. It's still dirty. Pangit ang trabaho mo. Bakit ganyan ka maglinis ng windshield? Hindi naman malinis. So the gasoline attendant clean it again. Nagreklamo lalo yung, yung customer. Sabi niya, ang pangit mo talaga magtrabaho. Bago ka dito, first day mo. Said, hindi pa mali. And then, so the, the gasoline boy said, Sir, dalawang beses na ako naglinis nito. It's really clean. Maybe, I noticed yung salamin mo may dumi. Baka, kailangan mo punasa. So, inabot siya sa customer yung tissue. And the man cleaned his glasses and then he put it back on. He said, ayaw nga pala, malinis pala. Sorry. Sometimes, you've got to communicate to bring new information to the one who's criticizing you. You've got to show them a different perspective. Maybe they just don't have the same light or the same truth that you have. Are you following me? Uh, truth in the Bible is compared to light. And so there's a light that you see, a truth, a side, a perspective that you see. And maybe the side or the light that they see is different. And when they criticize you and are negative or insulting, probably... They just don't see everything. They don't see the picture. Maybe they only see one piece of the puzzle. And maybe you can help them to see more. If you can communicate effectively, maayos ang lahat ng relationships. In my experience with people, almost everything can be worked out through effective communication. You can solve that relationship problem. You can restore that marriage. You can 
mend that hurt. You can, it's just communication. If you shy away and clam up and don't talk and don't tell your feelings, don't expect the relationship to improve. If you fight back and become so sensitive and defensive and want to get back and take revenge because you're so hurt, the relationship will blow up and explode like volcano. But if you can be matured enough to communicate, especially when the criticism is inaccurate, you're going to find that the relationship has hope. Hope for improvement and hope for you to enjoy quality life with quality relationships. Matthew 5, verse 25, Jesus advised, settle matters quickly with your adversary who is taking you to court. Yung adversary is criticizing you, even pablater ka, something. He says, Jesus said, why don't you go settle the matter? Go talk it, talk it over. It doesn't have to reach a worse status. Settle it. In the book of Judges, this was an interesting story. Now, see Gideon, one of the judges of the Lord, was criticized sharply by the Ephraimites. Okay, these were Ephraimites were another uh, tribe of people, and Gideon was criticized because they don't like what he did. He went to battle on his own. He solo shot. He didn't invite them, so they were offended. And the Bible says they criticized him sharply. But he answered them. He answered them. Circle that on your page. He answered them. Sinabi pa niya yung side niya. He added more information. And he encouraged them. And he told them some good things that made their anger subside. And the Bible says that their resentment against him subsided. Gideon was effective because he answered them. He communicated when they criticized him wrongly. And the Bible says in Proverbs 15:1, a gentle answer. Everybody say answer. An answer. You gotta open your mouth and talk. A gentle answer turns away wrath. But a harsh word steers up anger. When you're criticized, your your appropriate, the right response. If it's an inaccurate criticism, if it's not fair, it's, they don't see whatever you need to communicate in a gentle way, in a loving way, in a matured way. And sometime maybe we'll have a whole series on effective communication. Maybe, you know, just to give you a sneak preview, <laughs> we, call, we have what we call I statements. The I statements versus the you statements. You make me angry. You did that again. You're so wrong. Okay, those will steer up anger. That's harsh words. The I statements are, I feel you're misinformed. I feel hurt when I'm judged quickly. I, I, I feel this way. From my perspective, it seems that I did what was right. I thought I was doing the right thing. Okay. I feel that my opinion is the correct one. So you I statements are less offensive, okay? And then maybe if someone is criticizing you, you could just tell them. Uh, you say something like, you know, I, I really feel, I really feel this is extreme. Are you aware that you are criticizing me so much? Are you aware of that? I need you to tell me what you need. So there are effective communications that will help us in our relationships. Now, when you need to communicate is when the person needs more information. So you write that down, when they need more information, and when they're open to change, when they're open. Because there are other things, even if you say settled in their mind, you'll never change their mind no matter what you say. Okay, now number three. Are you ready? What's number one? Receive the benefits of constructive communication. Number two is to communicate, to settle inaccurate criticism. And number three is to reject 
the poison of destructive criticism. Destructive criticism. The, the, the insulting, hurtful, damaging words. The Bible says the power of life and death are in the tongue. And those who love it will eat its fruit. Those who love to talk will reap what they sow. You'll eat the fruit of your own tongue. Does that make sense? If you are very critical, critical fruit will be what you eat. If you are very uh, complimentary and you help build people up with the right heart, the right motive, you'll get the same kind of fruit. But we need to reject. Everybody just say, I reject that. If there is destructive criticism, uh, words, very negative, very down. You've got to just say, I'm sorry, I don't receive that. Sorry, I don't accept and I don't receive and I'm not going to drink what you're saying. Now, here's this. When, when do you do that? When they're overly critical or insulting. May mga tao kasi, they're overly critical and just inappropriate, insulting, and hurtful. And when that happens, if someone comes to you and their heart is not to help you, their heart is to hurt you, just reject their criticism. Don't receive it. It doesn't mean you reject the person. We should love the person and feel compassion for the person. But don't receive the words. Don't, re don't receive, don't drink that into your soul. May mga tao kasi talagang negative sila. Yung buong perspective sa entire life nila is negative. They, they, they criticize their job. They criticize the government. They complain about the weather. They seem to hate everyone in their family. They don't get along with their co-workers. They don't respect their boss. At church, is all the loopholes, all the negative things. And if a person is so negative about everything in life and so critical about every person in their world, I can assure you they're going to be critical of you. It's just going to be that way. So there are some people that if they don't see anything good in life, they won't see anything good in you. Does that make sense? So you need to just reject that. Sa aming Rotary Club, yung samahan ng mga Rotarians dito, mayroon kung may isang ka-clubmate doon who is a little bit dark sa skin niya. And every week, the people there insult him. And they said, magkapatid kami. They say, oh, Tim, your brother, your brother, mag-upo kayo, mag-sit together kayong dalawa, magkapatid kayo. Tim, itim. Tawag sa kanya, itim. Kapatid ni Tim. Ganon, Tim at itim. And they always, you know, poke fun and they will make fun of him and they put us together like that. Now, hindi ko alam sa akin o halang. I reject it. I don't feel hurt. I'm not going to take it personal. They're just... But I don't know kung anong feeling niya, kung self-conscious siya about that. Or kung, but I, I tell you, you've got to just reject hurtful comments. When I was new in the Philippines, they warned me that sometimes Filipinos are very direct about commenting on your physical appearance. And yung kasama ko sa Manila noon, mataba. As in, malaking tao. Yung American na mataba. And the people on the street... When they, when he walks by, they go, whoa, ang taba. And they would tell him directly, you're so fat. What's your name? You're fat. And they would say, you should pay double in the jeepney. Times two. They would say that. And I think the people don't mean to be hurtful. But it, for this guy, it, 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 it's a sensitive issue. He's self-conscious already about his appearance. And so it was a very hurtful thing to hear those criticisms every day. And me too, I had to learn also the hard way to reject the poison of those kind of comments. 
Minsan, sasabihin nila sa akin, ang puti mo. And they would say, you, you, hindi bagay ang damit mo, mataba ka, payat, payat ka. I was in Pangasinan once and a child saw me and he said, Michael Jackson! Sakit! Ouch! I mean, how would you like it if they called you Michael Jackson? You know? So anyway, I had to learn that when there are negative comments or insults, just reject it. Don't swallow that into your soul. Don't receive it. Receive the benefits if the motive is to help. But if the motive is not to help, if someone is overly critical or insulting, just reject it. Say, excuse me. Because <laughs> when you're criticized, it's like someone is handing him a drink this. Drink these words. Take this comment. And when you see, oh, excuse me, that's poison. No thanks. I'm not going to drink those words. I'm not going to receive that. I'm not going to believe it, and I don't accept it. And secondly is reject the poison of destructive criticism when they are emotionally unhealthy or have inner hurts. Remember, we tend to criticize Ayonsa area of our deepest insecurities, right? So oftentimes, a person who is hurt themselves and insecure and mero silang inner fears and inner hurts, yung hurt person hurts people. Okay, I'll say that again. Hurt people hurt other people. Does that make you understand? When a person is very insulting and very critical and they're, and they're constantly negative, you can be assured that that is a person who is unhappy that is a person who's wounded. That is a person who himself has been damaged in his own emotions. Probably he drank the poison of his parents' criticism. Probably he's still carrying the ghost of the past, of his own hurt feelings, failures, shortcomings. And if we're matured, we would just not drink it. Sorry, I don't receive that. You know, Jesus ignored criticism a lot. He had to. He was criticized, and he said in Matthew 15, just ignore them. He said, just ignore them. They're like blind leading the blind. Sa mga nag-criticize sa kanya, sinabi niya sa mga disciples niya, just ignore them. They're blind. They don't see. Don't drink. Don't receive their comments. Don't listen to them. And then... Listen to this. When Peter, in Mark chapter 8, verse 32, Peter took Jesus aside. Mismong si Peter nag-criticize kay Jesus. He took, he took Jesus aside and began to rebuke him. And began to tell him, no, you got the wrong vision. You've got the wrong, you're not supposed to die. You're going to be the king. And, and, and Peter has his own agenda for Jesus. He wanted to manipulate Jesus. And he was critical when Jesus did not follow his own plan. And so he started to rebuke Jesus. And it says in Mark 8, 32, but Jesus turned around and looked at his disciples and rebuked Peter. Get away from me, Satan. He said, your thoughts don't come from God. What Jesus is advising us is, hey, those comments discern. Are they from God? Is there a message from God or is this a message from Satan? Is this something to build or is this just meant to tear down? Is this gamot that will make me better? Or is this lasun that's going to damage and pollute my very soul, my self-esteem, my identity in Christ? Are you following me? Listen, now, here's the thing. We've got to be, we've got to be secure in our identity. Not what you do and how good you do it, but who are you? Our identity is the basis of our whole self-worth. Who are you in Christ? You have to realize that, hey, I am a child of God and I am loved and accepted by my Father in heaven. No matter what other people say. Problema kasi 
we keep following after and chasing after the approval of other people. How many of you, if you're like me, you want other people to like you? You want to be popular. You want that you're accepted. The problem is, if we always chase after the approval of other people, what do they think about me? What do they feel about me? Anong sinasabi nila tungkol sa akin? If that is what you chase after, I'm telling you, you can never please everybody. And you're going to constantly be changing what you do and what you say and who you are ayon sa kanilang criticisms. You need to stand firm and let your goal be to please the Father in heaven. Okay? So people who are unhealthy, people who are emotionally hurt, they criticize. For example, if you are doing fine financially, maybe you're blessed, maybe you're tithing and you're managing your resources wisely, but somebody else is hurting financially, maybe their finances are down, they spend money foolishly, they're not earning, they're not saving. Usually, a person who's hurting financially will be very critical of the person who's blessed. They'll try to look for ways to criticize them. Maybe they got their money by cheating, or maybe they, you know, and they always criticize them. Look at what they buy. They're so extravagant. Usually, yung nasaktan, they become very offensive and hurtful towards other people. Or maybe your marriage is doing great. You're in love with your spouse. And your marriage is, is, is really prospering together. But someone else is having marriage problems. And you're going to hear criticism. They try to criticize you for whatever. Maybe it's because they're full of some samang loob. Do you understand that? Hurt people will look for ways to hurt other people. Most especially in the area where they themselves are insecure. Does that help you? So what do you do? How do you respond to the difficult people? Just reject it. Sorry, I don't receive that. Wash it and flush it down the toilet. Throw it to the trash can. Kasi nung bata pa tayo, and little children do not yet have the ability to filter the comments that are spoken to them. Okay? That's why parents, please guard your mouth and do not speak negatively over your children. Prophesy the word of God. Tell them who they will become, not who they are and who they were. Speak positive words over them because the child will tend to believe everything said about him. Pag sinabi mo sa bata, bobo ka, he will believe it. Lalaki siyang struggling sa school, making poor grades, because sabi mo ng nanay ko eh, bobo ako eh. Pag sinabi mo sa bata, matalino ka, lalaking kang barangay captain dito, lalaking kang successful, you'll be a professional someday. Ang guapo mo, tulad ng tatay mo. You know what? Lalaki siyang guapo. It will actually change his face. It will change the way he carries himself. It will change the way he views his father. Too many times the parents will say to the, they will say something, don't tell your father. Your father is always like this. They will complain about yung spouse nila dun sa anak. So nagbago na yung perspective ng bata sa kanyang tatay o sa kanyang nanay. Kasi naniniwala eh, wala siyang capacity na mag-filter ang negative criticism at saka yung constructive. Pero tayo ng mga adults, you're an adult now. Sino hindi adult dito? You're already big enough and you have now the ability to put a filter in your ears. You know what is a filter, right? It takes out the dumi and it allows to pass through the clean. Sino sa inyo may filter sa bahay, sa tubig, o filter sa gasoline, sa car? Sa amin ni Bami, may filter kami sa CR, lawasa kami, 
two or three days clogged up na yung filter sa tubig ng lawasa. But we have to clean it. We have to filter. It will damage your soul if you don't filter the criticisms that you hear. Filter. You just say, I'm sorry, I'll receive that and that kasi I can mababunot ako ng something good for me dyan. Pero dito, yung mga basura na yan, I don't receive that. Last one yan, and I'm not gonna take it. And I'm not gonna swallow it. I accept you, but I don't accept your words. Can you do that? You need to reject the destructive criticism that can become poison to your self-esteem, poison to your faith, poison to your relationships. That's why we don't tolerate gossip, backbiting, backstabbing. We just don't tolerate that. And it hurts people. Are you with me? How many of you are guilty of gossip and backstabbing? How many of you are guilty of criticizing your loved ones even? Directly insulting and offensive. Maybe because you have some of your own hurts. God give us, God give us the grace to change the way we talk and to maglagay ng filters sa ating mga tenga. I'm not going to receive the hurt just because you criticized me. I know who I am. I know who I am. And I am yours and you are mine. So I mean, we sang that song. You are not who people say you are. You are who God says you are. People might criticize you and tell you're like this, like that. You're not who people don't define you. God, allow God to define you. Because among criticisms, minsan we, we take it so personal. And we don't feel like only that I did wrong. Well, criticisms makes me, it's not only that I did wrong. I, I, I feel like I am wrong. I'm a wrong person. Not only my actions are wrong, the whole me is wrong. I'm flawed. I'm damaged. I'm no good. I'll never be good enough. You got to filter that and not receive that poison. And allow the Word of God, who God says you are. Don't be very affected by destructive criticism. If you compliment me today, if you compliment me, you say, Pastor Tim, guapo mo, galing mo, whatever. You know, I'm just going to say glory to God, grace of God. If you criticize me negatively, if you hurt my feelings or whatever, I just don't receive it. I just don't receive I'm, I'm not going to get hurt by criticism. I'm not going to get affected. I'm not going to let it, I'm not going to swallow it. I will love you. But your comments, if they don't have the right heart, if you don't love me and want to help me, then your comments will go to the trash. Can you do that? Do that. Just reject. Just don't receive it. Don't get hurt. Don't get offended. Love the person, but filter the words. Don't drink the poison. Don't drink the poison. It's rejected. The more effective you become at what you do, the more you'll become a target for criticism. I mean, you become more effective uh, at your job, you become an easy target for people to criticize you. If you become more effective, uh, you know, as, as a spouse in, in, your, in your neighborhood, in your ministry, at church, trust me, the, the more God blesses you and the more umangat ka sa buhay, the more you're effective at whatever you do, the more you can expect criticism will come. <laughs> when our church was very small, we were not criticized much. But as the church continued to grow more and more, I hear it all the time. I get criticized from people that don't even know my heart. They don't know me well. They don't love me. They don't love the church. I get criticized all the time from the very people that if they only knew how much I love them. 
If they only knew how much I would pray for them and I would lay down my life for them. Hey, it's a part of life. You will be criticized. That's not a question. That's guaranteed. The only question is, how will you respond? Will you take it the, as receiving the constructive and a way to improve communications, pag hindi accurate, and reject the destructive? And here's the punchline. Here's the bottom line. The main thing you need to know today is that I cannot please everybody, but I can please God. Can you say that with me? I cannot please everyone, but I can please God. Paul said in 1 Thessalonians 2.4, For we speak as messengers who have been approved by God to be entrusted with the good news. Our purpose is to please God, not people. I'll make it, in another version it says, I'll make it my goal to please him. If here's, here's the good news. If you make it your goal to please God, you will find favor both with God and man. Luke 2.52, Jesus grew in wisdom and in his stature, his, his appearance and in favor with both God and man. You can please a lot of people when you're trying to please God, but you can never please everyone. But if you try to please other people, you're always worried about what they think or say, you'll find that your soul is more and more poison. Your hopes and dreams will just go down. Your faith will be struggling all the time. So make it your goal to please God. Make it your goal to please God. Now, if you're a critical person here today, ask the Holy Spirit to convict you. Ask the Holy Spirit to change you from being a, a negative person to become a, a, a more positive person. Check your heart's motives. Make sure that you always are saying what is useful to benefit the people that hear you okay and if you are dealing today if you're today you're dealing with difficult people and i know some of you are really struggling because people are are hurting your feelings people have wounded you and maybe hanggang ngayon buhat buhat mo yung saktan you're carrying those wounds and you're trying your best to please people maybe you're already adult but you're still trying to please your parents and you're just trying so hard to, to get the approval of your children or the approval of your friends. You need to know that you need to please God. And as you are criticized, ask the Holy Spirit to guide you on how you respond in each situation. Let your response be spirit-led so that every time your reactions will be in the right door you'll be you'll be going through the right door on how you respond to fight back is not a good response you don't retaliate to shy away and just keep quiet and that's not the right response if you do that you will limit your potential in life but if you learn to receive when people care about you and want to help you and re just receive even if it hurts if you learn to communicate when you need to clarify and explain things, and you learn to just reject the negative, hurtful, destructive comments of other people, then you'll find that you're overcoming and you're dealing with difficult people and you'll have great relationships and a great quality of life. And the bottom line is that you need to just please God. You know, God... Is not critical of us. Did you know that? Itong sabi ni, ni Father God tungkol sa kanyang anak na si Jesus. He said, this is my beloved son. I'm so well pleased. He did not criticize Jesus. He endorsed Jesus. 
He complimented Jesus. He reassured Jesus of his acceptance and love and approval. And kung sino mang nakipag-isa kay Kristo, makikiride on ka sa kanyang acceptance, approval, and love. God loves you because of not because of your performance. God accepts you not because you're you're so perfect. God approves of you all because of Jesus. Don't you don't you see that? It's because of Jesus that I feel confident. It's because of Jesus that his perfection in my account and I feel that God will not criticize me but he will approve of me and love me. God loves you because of Jesus. We are loved in him. Now many people don't understand this. They don't believe it. Kaya yung criticism that comes from other people, sometimes we tend to shift that onto God. And we think, because my father criticized me, probably God criticized me too. Or because my friends reject me, I'm not good enough, lalo na si God. He won't accept me. And many people think that because they were criticized by other people, they think that God also criticized them. Friends, God is not going to criticize you. If you're in Christ, you're loved as a child. You may be disciplined and corrected, but you're accepted as a child of God. So if you feel very criticized, if you're hurt because of difficult, critical, insulting people, I want you to know that God accepts you no matter what other people say.